everybody. Hello. Hey, folks. We are here uh, again to uh, bring brightness to your day. Except for no brightness to these under eyes for those of you who are watching. Yeah. And by brightness, I mean, we're filming this at nighttime. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see some glare in the, in the glasses. Yeah. And um, and and uh, it's going to be moody. <laughs> I took my glasses off, but I'm going to put them on for all of you just so you can see. Yeah, just to keep it level. This oh, is what it looks like go. on mine. You can't see shit. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to yeah. take them off again. And luckily nice. for me, I, I am can, I could probably get away with. No, I can't see the screen. Never mind. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Um, but yeah, welcome to Mean Girls Interrupted, everybody. It's a movie review and recap podcast. <laughs> Listen. We yeah. are not professionals in this. We no, are. You know what we are called? You know what we are uh, considered in the podcast world? An uh, indie podcast. Oh. We are considered an indie podcast. Did you know that that was a term? Because it's a term now. I didn't. So yeah, because, because we don't mm-hmm. have funding, we are officially considered. Indie. And a major studio isn't uh, paying us, isn't paying for our overhead. Hmm. Interesting. Nor are we celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not even close to that. Um, but we're, we're just like, so say for instance, okay, so a, what's, what's like a big talk podcast with like stars hosting on a regular basis? I'm what is be, it? I'm going to be honest with you. Like I know like Sarah Silverman has one. Right. Um, um, a Kiki Palmer has one that is a, a like an, Am, like a Wondery or Amazon audible thing. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris is all, Yeah. So they would be considered if you were to compare us to like, like supermarkets, they would be the Kroger's, the the Walmarts, the like the Piggly Wigglies. (laughs) Yeah, the Piggly the Piggly Wiggly agenda is like pretty nefarious. They are everywhere. I'm just kidding, but uh, so like they um, and we would be considered the the bodega. Yeah, there's a million of them. There's yeah. a, and nothing is nothing in those bodegas is the same. Right, but you go in there and you get they're exact, familiar, but they're right. not the same. They can make a mean, uh, like breakfast sandwich whenever you're hungover. That's like your go-to and your bread and butter. Or you can just hop on over to the the Anna Ferris Walmart, the Kiki yeah. Palmer Walmart. But I can't bad. I feel like they're target. Uh, yeah yeah they're target yeah. they're target i can't throw shade at uh, any of them listen if we could we, we would. would that's but true we cannot so we're not i'm not shading anybody good for you i'm so oh, me glad neither. you're famous and rich and um yeah. have fun fun times yeah for glad you. you're ruining it for the rest of us yeah we still love you though yeah so we're considered an indie podcast so please support by yes. liking, commenting, subscribing, following the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you leave a five-star review and uh, rate five stars and then leave a review. That's how yeah. that works. Well, also leave a five-star review because we don't want any reviews that are less than five stars. <laughs> I like, kind of want a one. I do. I mean, I gotta I, say. No, the only reason why is like, when I say review, when you're leaving, when you're typing your review, yeah. when I read it, I need to think, oh, this is five stars. <laughs> like like yeah. you put some thought into it. The review itself, the review of the review is five stars. Yeah. So yeah, what we yeah. need is we need like, we need some entertainment in the review. So exactly. Anything's welcome. But uh, yeah, so this is our second installment of our October spooktacular or whatever you want to call it. It's our double feature. Um, so we have today we're doing No One Will Save You from a Hulu. Yep, a Hulu original. Yeah. I mean, no one will save you from Hulu, but the title of this movie is called No One Will Save You. No one will save. I'm not gonna lie, Hulu has some amazing um anime. I am yeah. on there for the anime. Yeah. Pretty much that's it, actually. Yeah, because I feel like with the Hulu of it all, like they they went to, they they're basically it's just like the dumping zone. Like they just dump all of the 20th century studio stuff on there. I see, and the thing is, is I just um I really don't go on there for much else. 
No, because they kind of um, since Disney owned it, started owning it, it kind of like became weird and not entertaining. Is it weird that I didn't know that Disney started owning it? No. So Disney, I think they want you to not know. Uh, so. Nope, nope, that's a lie. I am so sorry. Of course, Disney owns it. I, I because of the package. bundle. Yes, because of the bundle. The I Disney guess Disney bundle and save. Mm, what? Who? Oh. Uh, saving what? Um, exactly. Not a great not deal money. of money. No not money. No, definitely not. Because money's coming out of the pockets even more now. Yeah, because they just keep saying we're worth yeah. it. So I feel like it's all going to come to a head whenever like it's going to come to a point where people start to pick and choose what they're subscribing to because the constant price increases. What are you going to let go of first in all of your uh, media subscription streaming uh, Netflix things? Netflix. Easy. Netflix easily. And so no more uh, Great British Baking Show for you. No more uh, Glow Up for you. That's fine, because if there's only two shows that I want to watch on there, is it yeah. really worth paying $20? No. no, because their originals are shit. They're not great. They haven't been. They haven't been great. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, I like Stranger sorry. Things in 2016, but I haven't been compelled to watch a Stranger Things in quite so many years. It's. I mean, uh, listen, yeah, it's just... Like, I, I don't mean, even get what a shadow and bone is. What is no, that doing for me? Absolutely nothing. Also, you, what is that? Like, pervy, voyeuristic serial killers? Serial killers. Yeah. I mean, the, the two go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. No? I got to say, I am aware of what shows come out of there, but I'd never watch them. Yeah. That's the problem. And I think the Hulu is the same thing for me. Yeah, see, the thing is, is I don't go to Hulu for anything original. The only thing that I went to Hulu for that was original was like um, Difficult People, which is no longer, unfortunately. Yeah, and that was like um, ages ago at this yep. point. And that, Difficult People was great. Oh, right. Oh, Hulu had a, the. Um, I was going to say, I was going to say The Bridesmaid's Tale, but it's actually <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, and I was going to say would The Maiden's Tale. Would you watch The Bridesmaid's Tale? Tale? I would. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like a really dark and dystopian uh, bridesmaids story. Yeah. About how, you know, it just keeps getting worse for her as she tries <laughs> so hard to fit into this group of right. bridesmaids. All she's, she's, all she's trying to do and all she wants to do is throw like the most spectacular, best, most meaningful uh, bridesmaids extravaganza experience for her best friend who's getting married in the confines of an extremely austere and oppressive society designed to control women. Yeah, Applebee's. That's <laughs> when the wedding's happening. Applebee's. It's just taking place at <laughs> an Applebee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oppressive, Applebee's. <laughs> I don't know the last time you've been to an Applebee's, but last time I went, I felt like um, I needed to code switch from being gay. I went to a Chili's um, with my redacted out. Honestly, they're the same. They are fraternal twins. They are. Um, <laughs> they are fraternal twins. So we went to a Chili's and I hadn't been to one in ages. I don't even know why we picked it. We were just like, do you want to see what it's all about? John, yeah. you want to know what it's all about? <laughs> Bad lighting. Uh-huh. Poor carpeting. How old would you say that? Overpriced food. Is. Oh, John, I can't even tell I, you. I don't trust. I do not trust a restaurant that's carpeted. It's really gross. Like, it's actually really gross. Because, because you know, you know, incidents happen where the wait the waitress is like trying to deliver like a bunch of sodas and waters and drinks on one giant tray and it topples over. And then that was happens? the day she she quit. She quit that day. That's what happened. <laughs> she quit right then. She said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she didn't even say sorry. She just looked at it, turned around and walked out the door. Have you her ever enti been her entire section was empty. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen that in your restauranting experience? Oh, like a major I, spillage happen. You want to know what? No, I haven't, which is kind of crazy. That's really amazing. I think it's mostly in movies. I'm not going to lie. I've I witnessed it, though. I've you seen have? It. So, like, well, uh, I'll take you back to the year 2004. Oh, I, I was, love that year. Yeah. <laughs> I was working at Chevy's Fresh Mix. 
Oh, Chevy's. Chevy's sure. fresh but is it Mexican food? Is it Chevy's? Is it it's <laughs> neither a Chevy nor is it Mexican food? The real question is, is it fresh? <laughs> it's called Chevy's Fresh Mex. Fresh. And I'm pretty sure it's not fresh at all. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, calling you out. Is it or yeah. isn't it? I don't allegedly. know. Every, the only thing fresh about it are these hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I witnessed it there. I was like the to-go order taker. So people like walk in and like order to-go order. And then I was just like sit there the whole day, like watching the, the waiters like run around and do their thing. And I watched a waitress like approach a table with like a tray full of drinks and it just like crashed and burned. And it was amazing. I feel so, I feel so bad for her. I didn't, I didn't get up. I did not approach. I wasn't like, hey, let me help you out. I was like, that's broken glass. And I didn't see a thing. Guess whose problem it is? Not yours. Not mine. (laughs) I'm 18 years old still. And I don't care about anything. I can't touch any of this. Yeah. Sorry. I'm barely not a minor. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No one will save you. No one will save you from us (laughs) continuing to banter. Yeah, well, I haven't seen you in like a week and we didn't talk much, so I, I missed it. We haven't had a chance. It's been very difficult for the both of us. So busy. It is very busy. We're busy bitches. Yeah, we are. Busy also, we queens. are. Also, just so you all know, for mm-hmm. those of you just joining us, just in case <laughs> you didn't know, we are gay here. We're gay. We are gay gaze and well, if also you, you have like a rainbow that, on your hat this is plan daddy if you guys didn't understand what this meant oh my gosh pearl oh got my pearl i just realized okay. don't it's, it's a it's totally okay yeah if you're watching on youtube we wear the uh, pearl enamel pins that travis so kindly got for us to wear on this pod and it's, yeah. it's her iconic cry smile face because that's who we are on the inside every yes. day. Crying and smiling. Crying smiling and smiling. and crying. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We're crying. We are crying. Yeah, it's all I the like time. that. That's what I'm going to name my firstborn. Crying. Crying. Oh, like Krylon, the makeup. Krylon or Kryler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kryler. I'm sure there's a Kryler out there. Let's go to the Air One and then do we'll you go want to know this is... and then go to Sweet Greens thereafter. Ew, dude, you just said every name of every grocery store that I can't imagine going in. <laughs> yeah. um, I know exactly which grocery stores yeah. you're talking about. You know what, Kryler? No one will save you. Yeah, no one will save you. The last thing I'm going to tell you right now is. <laughs> So today, me and Redacted were out to lunch with my brother and sister-in-law, and my sister-in-law was telling me the name of a person, and I don't know who this person is, and I don't care if you hear your name on here. (laughs) Um, Uh Jorgen? Jorgen. Your parents didn't know if they liked the name Jordan or Morgan better. Or now spelled Jorgen. Maybe, but... I'll tell you what. Jorgen. Jorgen. So there you are. Um, if your name Jorgen. is Jorgen. I I'm, just want to, it rolls off the tongue. That's for sure. Whose tongue? The devil's? Jorgen's. <laughs> <laughs> Jorgen. It's the off brand. It's the off brand of Jorgen's. And it, but, but what's good about it is the perk is it comes with its own tissues. <laughs> Yeah, Jergens doesn't come with it. But 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 but, but, but. the downside to the silver lining of the tissues added is it really burns. It burns. It's it's the Jorgen way. It's just (laughs) Jorgens. Jorgen sounds like not a name, but more not even like a model of a car, but it's more like Jorgen. Jorgen would be who is Jorgen? Jorgen is, I'll tell you who Jorgen is. Jorgen is, Jorgen is um, a furniture store that is filled with furniture that has, that has been in um, semi-accidents. Yeah. So you know how when a semi-accident happens and it's filled with furniture, all the furniture that has somehow managed its way across five lanes. You sell it at Jorgen's. 
Jorgens, the furniture place. <laughs> Jorgens, the semi-ruined, <laughs> the semi-car crash uh, furniture store. Yeah, so there you are. That's Jorgens. Oh, Jorgens. No one will save you, Jorgens. No one will save you. The movie that we're um, going to review right now. Yeah, so No One Will Save You is um, part of our horror extravaganza con double featureiness. Also, it's rated PG-13, so take uh, mm. so as much horror as you can get from that. This is fine. Yeah, so uh, it is PG-13 with a yeah. runtime of a modest 93 minutes, which I was happy about. John, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. So John picked the movies this week, and I'm every single one of Run these times. movies, every single one of these movies gets one extra point for me. Run times, run, time. run times were made sense. Run times are important. Yeah, I can watch any movie in the entire world, good or bad, these days since we watch so many movies. Yeah, and if it's a runtime of like an hour and a half and under, I will. I find that movie so much more tolerable. Oh, it's so much yeah. more enjoyable knowing that I don't have to sit any longer than I had to. Yeah, what was Fast X? Two hours eighteen. John, I think it was like two hours and 30 minutes because Terrifier 2 was two hours and 18. And I remember, why do we remember timestamps? Because this is, uh, we invest a lot of our time in doing this podcast. Well, some of these movies' lengths are aggressive. Also, criminal. Yes. And it's also an indicator of like the audacity of the filmmaker. It's like, what do you think you're doing here? John, it's because they're like, you know what? Not one part of this movie deserved to be cut. I'm so good at what I do that you have to see everything that went into this. It's like, I don't want the scraps. It's like, look, we know what it's going to be taking up that runtime. It's going to be nothing good. It's going to be the most boring bits of it elongated. Yeah. Mm hmm. So no, thank you. No, ma'am. But anyway, no one will save you. Yeah. From us. No one will save you from a two and a half hour runtime. Um, so, but except for this movie, no one will save you. It is 93 minutes. It is considered a horror, sci-fi, a thriller, a directed and written by Brian Duffield. Okay. And, uh, they have done a movie called Love and Monsters and another movie called Underwater. Oh, wait, which one was, was Underwater? Yeah. You know, the one, the case do. He did underwater. You wouldn't really think so, but he did. Oh, sorry. I wrote, wrote oh. underwater. Okay. I was like, Makes a give, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what? So yeah. So Will, uh, underwater was directed by William Eubank. I loved underwater. I, I liked think it's it too. Very and I was underappreciated. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love case do in like a fashion buzz cut? Also full lesbian drag she was in and I was she was serving. I loved it. I love how she's like going full lesby these days. Yeah, me too. It's it she's so hot. She she is. She truly is. So anyway, so the synopsis of this is an exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home. And that, yeah. Honestly, that's just kind of sum it up. Like, that's a pretty good summary. <laughs> End of episode. No, so it stars Caitlin Deaver, uh, who I think has like a contract with Hulu at this point. She was in Booksmart. She was in Booksmart. She did a good job. But she was also in um, uh, that Hulu series, Dope Sick, that everybody was freaking out about. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I'm, I didn't I'm watch sorry. It. I have no clue. I do like her. I actually do like her. Yeah, she's good. I do like. I do like what she was uh, laying. I was picking up what she was laying down. Uh, oh, I was and, walking over what she was laying down, but appreciating oh, right. it. But like, right, you could like look back at it and be yeah. like, you know what? I missed a a pretty uh, interesting time. Yeah. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, so No One Will Save You is very uh, interesting, I would say. It's very PG-13. 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 And so No One Will Save You, if you were to sum it up, Travis, how would you sum up No One Will Save You in a very uh, one sentence, one to two sentences 
Um, and then we'll really dive into what it's okay. about. Okay. Okay. So just so you all know, we are going to spoil this movie for you. If you haven't right. watched it, I'm going to give you my, uh, what did you just call it? What was the word you used? Um, I would my say summary, my summary, a, summary of this movie. a synopsis, a log line, if you will, a, a, a few words to, to, to describe not only what goes down in a nutshell in this movie, but also your uh, distinct point of view about sure. about the the series of events that unfolds throughout sure. the course of the story, which is the movie. Sure. The- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think I can <laughs> yeah. work with that. Okay. All right. Sure. Okay. So my summary of No One Will Save You is this. Um, mute girl that hates people, finds alien in home. Somehow there's a spider alien. Things happen. Um, happy ending. <laughs> okay, you know what? That was, I was seeing it. I was right there with you. I saw it bit by bit. I relived it <laughs> because I don't really know what else to say. Like, yeah, um, that's kind of it. What about you? I mean, I could only okay. do it in those words because there's yeah, that's I guess really it's all an, that it's happens. It's an interesting challenge. It is an interesting challenge, especially for for this movie called No One Will Save You. Uh, that came out on September 22nd to this of uh, this year and on Hulu. It just released. Yeah, it fully released. They should have released this in December of last year. Mm-hmm. Makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my little blurb for this to sum- summarize it while offering my distinct point of view would be. Um, uh um, let's see uh, a pretty young face looking too young to be drinking wine the way she does um has to uh survive a bunch of weird angular and varied uh aliens with with an unclear purpose and task only to become uh the considered the cool it girl of the alien population so she's like the exception to the rule of being body snatched and her her body stays unsnatched. I'm so glad you made reference to the body snatchers in this. Uh, we also could have referenced the faculty, which was also a body snatcher. Also a body snatcher. There was a few hardcore references to other science fiction alien movies in this yeah. movie. You get you get the War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, yeah. Steven yeah. Spielberg edition. Yeah. With uh with the with the alien invasion. You get the signs. You get the Mel Gibson signs. You do get the signs of it all. With the tractor beam circles everywhere. Sure. And you also get the water element that's used at one point. Yes, yes, yes. Except yes, for it's yes. not like to scare them. It's just for like, honestly, girl, she was smart. Weaponizing water when it is boiling is the best thing you can do. Boiling. You However, ruin someone's um, world. Boiled water. Scalding hot water to the <sighs> face. Oh, Never to be seen in public ever again because Absolutely of the third degree not. burns. Yeah, girl. Sorry about it. I mean, look what it did to Two Face. Changed his whole life. Gosh. Harvey Dent, half of his face <laughs> snatched. Gone. Gone. Just gone. <laughs> but that was not scalding hot water. That was acid. Same thing at this point. You know what? It might as well be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> both uncomfortable when applied to the face. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend. Yeah, definitely don't recommend. <laughs> um, so yeah, it does have like a, but you know, my logic in there. So she does at one point decide to take matters into her own hands to survive. She does, and th- you- th- those those boiling pots of water would have been um, evaporated a long time ago. Right, they were, but the thing is, it's like you know how it goes in movie in movie logic. It's like yeah, it's like convenience over reality. Like I know they're going to show up within the next thirty minutes. Yeah, it's like I'm going to get aliened uh, before this evaporates. This boiling pot of water evaporates, so right. I'm good. What's her name? Bryn. Bryn. Um, her name. Brenna? Um, it is Bryn. Bryn. B-R-Y-N-N. Yeah. Sure. And uh, anyway, so Bryn, is she, I don't think she's actually mute or deaf or anything. And they just. No, she's not. I just, the reason why they did it is because (laughs) for who knows. And let's just talk about that right now, I guess. So this is a movie that has almost no dialogue. And by almost, I mean. 
there are three words. There are three words spoken at a very specific time towards the end. Yeah. And otherwise, there is no dialogue up in this. Nope. No. Which, nope. Which, nope. you know what? I'm cool. Fine. A Quiet Place had a Good. full reason how to, to do it. Yep. They, yes, they did. They had to, they could not unquiet their place. Can't, but can I tell you this is while there is no speaking in this movie, basically, it kind of worked because the story still moved along without it. You know, you're right. I can tell you that you're right. It did work. It worked. was great. It did not need the dialogue. It didn't however, need any dialogue. For, however, for there not to be dialogue in the movie, there needs to be some kind of a logic to that, a need for that. And there, this was just like an artistic experimental choice because there are no deaf people in this movie. Okay, but also I'm so glad you said that I think it's an artistic choice. Here's what I think this movie was. I yeah. think this was a platform for this writer to also mm. do the directing to see how far he could go and then potentially get a bigger, a bigger film later. In the sequel, you mean? At, there can't oh, be oh, you mean like his ne- the next step in his career? Yeah, the next step. In, that yeah. is when I was watching this. This is what I felt like this movie was. This because is a job like, interview. <laughs> it really did feel like a job interview because I was like, he's yeah. just trying to show exactly what he can do and what he's capable of. And this is what I thought of whenever she's in that red tractor beam on the ceiling. Yeah. This is when it hit me. And I was like, oh. I was like, so this is, this is an experiment. This is somebody who's like, I have a budget from Hulu. Yeah. Let's make something and then see if I get a bigger job later. Yeah. It's like, this isn't the end all be all passion project child of mine. Right. This is the step to the next level. Because sure. what, I take that. Say, what, oh, what, what I can say, but what what I can say is like the, the movie itself, not to get into the review portion of this thing, but it's like it, I, really respected the craftsmanship, the control over the environment, the uh, use of cinematography to tell the story, uh, and uh, also just the overall direction of the piece was good and sound. Um, yes, I would I You would took say, the literal words out of my mouth because I was going to say... Took them. Do not take this as me shitting on this movie in any way, yeah, shape or form. I just feel like this is what it was because quite honestly, I was not bored watching this. I wasn't bored watching it. Um, Do also, I feel like I, there could have been some things that were different? Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and I wasn't I, I bored. Say, I, w- I would say up top with the beginning of everything, mm. I, was, I, was, I was on board. Fully I was on invested. Board. Uh, I, I realized that there wasn't going to be any dialogue in this movie early on, but I was like, okay, cool. Let's see where this goes. And so Bryn is the outcast from this, uh, this little community for one reason or another that we don't know yet. And she's just at home alone. And one night she hears a noise downstairs and uh, it, she discovers Jared Leto, Jared Leto, Leto, a gray alien. Yeah uh milling about in her kitchen and she gets terrified and this isn't like this is not the aliens are not like a subversion of what we think of aliens this is 1950s aliens with like the big eyes and the narrow face and the giant heads and they kind of called the grays they're called the grays essentially the grays. So for those of you who know yeah. what a gray is for and those were, of you who yeah. have been abducted by aliens this movie <laughs> will trigger you yes Just trigger FYI. warning for those uh um former abductees uh the abducted uh there is a trauma warning and sure yourself warned right this now. is not the movie for you yeah maybe you, it is if you're afraid of Mars attacks, this is not the movie for you because this was kind of giving me comical Mars attacks aliens. There was one moment in this movie that I honestly was like, <laughs> oh, this is a comedy. Uh, and it's at the end and we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she's just to sum it up real quick for you guys. Um, uh, yeah, so Bryn, uh, she is she is basically playing hide and go seek cat and mouse with this invading alien 
species uh, that is bound and determined to take over the human uh, population via um, a tinier, weirder alien thing. It that starts in small plants. towns, though. Of course, you know, why take over the big cities? Do you want to know what that little thing reminds me of? John was just getting into it. They implant this little weird, like spindly. Do you remember like in the Ritter? Do you remember in the Rosie O'Donnell show when she used to like slingshot those things into the audience? Yeah, those little goopy cooshes. Um, uh-huh. Did it they not remind you of a koosh? She was obsessed with a koosh. <laughs> that is what those creatures were. Yeah, they were koosh balls. Do you remember? Did you have a koosh ball? No, I didn't have a koosh ball, but my sister loved Rosie O'Donnell. And I knew that uh, deep down. I was like, girl. Yeah. Girl. Gay. It's okay. Girl, it's okay to be gay. And it's okay but she's to not, love It turns koosh. out she's actually not. She's just loved Rosie, which good for her. But Rosie loves koosh. koosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, also shout out to Rosie. Good yeah. for you. We love, love you, girl. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Bryn is just, she goes through a series of unfortunate events. Truly. Narrowly just, escaping uh, capture by aliens. She got hit in the face by a whole door. A, a whole, whole door. door. A whole Enti- wooden door. She got doored. <laughs> she got, <laughs> she certainly did. <laughs> then, uh, yeah. So she takes some pretty heavy hits. At one point she gets not just tossed, but jettisoned through a wall. She really, John, they just, <laughs> the way homes were built, how did they last so long? <laughs> how did she not fly... hit a support beam and go split in two? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, were there, there weren't any, there yeah. were no supports here? No, just just drywall. <laughs> holding up Hollow the entire, drywall. Holding up the entire roof. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Shoddy construction really paid off in her favor, I would say. Uh, honestly? Yeah. Yeah, saved her life. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> So if we're going to change the name of this from No One Will Save You to Drywall Will Save You. <laughs> yes, Drywall Will Save You. Uh, yeah, because these uh, alien beings are also telekinetic, the greys. Yep. And um, they come in all shapes and sizes. All they, shapes and sizes. I do like that. Body positivity matters. It does. And also giant twigs matter. Like, <sighs> what was that? So there was like, so. There's a very so, spindly one. Very spindly ones. And I, what I would say is, um, out of all the varieties, that one was like the least terrifying for me. And it was like, they were sort of like the, uh, at the airplane, at the, at the airport. Of the people who like want help those little wants yeah. and like direct the the plane back into its little um yeah uh, port yeah they, they were giving that job i i mean i like when they were doing yoga yeah we'll get into that though so basically <laughs> this movie is like um i would say i would venture on to say i wasn't uh scared no there wasn't one moment in this movie that actually was suspenseful um yeah. it wasn't suspenseful i'm sorry i just it does it, wasn't. it does it does try to gaslight you into telling you that suspense is, is going down and being had but it's not and i don't know if yeah. you were having any for those of you out there who have watched this if you were having any i am so sorry that happened yeah. to you i would take a look inward for a little bit like and, and just and, and wonder why you bought you you drank that juice yeah because i wouldn't have um but yeah. I guess long story short, because these episodes are going to be a little bit shorter, just FYI. Yeah. And there's really no, the only way that you can really synopsize and abridge and recap this movie is to say that Bryn is a loner and she experiences alien. We see an alien invasion survival methods through her eyes, her POV, while she reconciles some deep seated guilt because she accidentally killed her friend many years earlier and which has resulted purpose that was on purpose right but it was in like a rage but she didn't really mean to kill her no i think it was i think it was premeditated i think they just wanted us to (laughs) she's just a murdering (laughs) bitch and uh and that's bryn for you in a nutshell 
a murderous, lecherous little hussy. And somehow she managed to survive all of this while everyone else around her succumbs to couches. (laughs) Yeah, the the couches who uh, snatch bodies up. Yeah, and you guys can figure bodies out. Bodies be snatched. They are being snatched. Also, I mean, yeah, they're just snatched. That's it. Yeah, the bodies but it all culminates whenever she, at the end of the day, she gets tractor beamed up into a UFO, and all these uh, all these aliens are looking over her as she's like frozen in place, and they just they just emit all of these. They have a whole full on conversation that nobody can understand because it's an alien speak. Oh, I knew exactly what they were saying. No, 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 no. I just understood it. I I totally. Oh, right, right, right. It was in the mannerisms. It was in like the way they were um, expressing themselves. Basically what they were, they all were like, yo, this bitch is broken. Yeah. She is, she is traumatized to the core. There's like, there's no way we can infect her. We can't, we can't help her. Right. She is beyond um, help. It's, she is beyond any sort of aid and also she's quite unlikable yeah so they flushed her right out of that ufo and dropped her right near the ground john that is when yeah. i knew this movie was a comedy <laughs> whenever she smacked the ground not only when she smacked the ground but through all of this the aliens are going through so much effort to infect people with these koosh balls yeah. and they see her murder her friend and are like nah we're good <laughs> she's been voted off the island <laughs> but also she can ha- she can just have her own body and live her own uh quote unquote her peaceful uh existence among her carefree the other, existence uh, among the other snatched bodies and she just dances with them in a weird musical number john she was at pearl's farmhouse she was there were no gators in that water, which was missed opportunity. You could have tossed yeah. one of them aliens right in. Yeah, I know. But she 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 rejected the alien's first gift, which is the koosh ball. She does get infected by a koosh ball. And she does. She, and she the rips it ball, out of her throat. Yeah, but the koosh ball, in my understanding of this movie, the the whenever they snatch your body, your consciousness is placed in a part of your mind where you get to live peacefully euphoric with with all of with the with your loved ones that you have lost and have been mourning you get to be with them forever and live in a state of bliss and happiness in your mind while an alien is controlling your body and doing all kinds of things that you don't know about and and she rejected it she did only so she could have been with her dead mother but then she she killed then she decided of those aliens which were people inside If you really think about it, whoopsies, sorry. She's just going to be dancing fancy free all over those corpses. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the, uh, the world does become super invaded by aliens and yeah. she's like, what the only actual human that's not snatched. Right. And everyone loves her. Yeah. So oh. that's how the movie ends. Yeah, we didn't give you guys really any of the details. There were some cool moments in this movie. There were some things that I actually really appreciate. I would say a great showcase for a director who wants to move on to bigger and better things. I think so, too. I truly think so. This movie, it's not a terrible movie. It's really not. Is it something that I'm going to go back and watch? I don't think so. But like it's not terrible and it's not good either. I wouldn't even go as far as, as to say it's not good. I think just because like this really blurs the lines of like, yeah, is it like, it, it really does feel like you said an interview. Yeah. It's an it's interview a, with a it's director. A showcase. It's a showcase doing what he's got. Maybe um, our, maybe our brand actress, Caitlin Deaver is just getting out of a contract. Honestly, I could, this um, isn't a, if this is a movie you're going to get out of a contract in, Good it's, for not you. A, it's not a bad role to pick safe safe choice true she yeah. didn't have to learn a single line yeah, actually that's not true to slay another day one single line she Which, had to learn. what was it what was it mom thank you i love you mom i John, something like that it was something about sure effect. all i know is she was in her car too when the car couldn't turn on and you guys can all know this is like near the beginning of the movie the car wouldn't turn over and she was like no 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 
So I think she spoke in total 10, 12 words in this entire movie. Yeah. And then like, oh, right. And then like, right. And so she runs into some, um, she runs into an elderly couple and she looks really guilty and she's, and then she says, I'm, and then the lady spits a loogie in her face. Oh, it is a thick one too. It's just sitting there. And Caitlin Deaver doesn't wipe it away and she just lets it linger there. Yeah. And then the police behind the counter look at her like, get out of Mm. here. Yeah. And so that didn't hold water for me either. I was like, okay, so uh, this happened whenever she was a little, this happened whenever she was a little girl. Yep. And and it was, in my opinion, yes, she had smacked her friend in the temple with a rock really hard, but not with the intention of killing her. You could call it an accident. No, premeditated. A premeditated accident. I'm sitting on that one. <laughs> it was premeditated accident. Um, and so and so they're not gonna forgive this little girl, even as an adult. The reason why it does hold water for me is because we both grew up in towns that would have done the same thing. Yeah. So, but you it would. seemed it seemed the way everybody was acting to her, it seemed like it happened last week. Yeah, that was a little weird. But honestly, anyone in a town like that yeah like maybe the parents the parents of the child who died yes cool bringing the same intensity and hatred like 10 years later awesome great love that for you but also not the mailman no not not the fellow police officers was the i mean was the mailman did the mailman really care though the mailman didn't even wave at her at the very beginning. She like waved at the mailman and he was like, huh. no, no, he wasn't the mailman. That was a different person. That was a but, neighbor, but unrelated to the, to the dead person, maybe. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But still she is a pariah and this town is very dramatic. Everyone yeah. in this town is so dramatic drama. Uh, very dramatic. Yeah. That didn't really hold up for me. No. Cause that person could have just moved to the town and been like, Ugh. well, yeah. I mean, if it were me also, and somebody weird waved at me, and here's why I say this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some dude was so crazy the other day. This is my personality. Here's a little context <laughs> for what I was walking into a local store where I like to pick up my spirits. Yes. And a Tesla was backing out of a parking spot. Oh and while God. I was walking in, another person was walking in and this dude looked very towny, mm. very backwoods. Yeah, very as you would think to me, as if I'm somebody who is going to join in, he goes, Mm -hmm. I hope that fucker burns to the ground. John, can I tell you when I did this, this escaped my lips to his face. What? (laughs) And that was our total exchange, because there are Uh. people out here who are like that. That's the point I'm trying to make. But also, I totally get what you're saying, because this is a little bit too. It's too. Like, I hate you and I don't even know you or this other girl that died 10 years ago. Right. It's like we're not even in the same age group. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it didn't hold up. Like, they should have given her a stronger reason to be hated, like an actual reason to be hated. But I can tell you something, John, if this was a southern town, they wouldn't let this go. Even though their whole ideals are forgiven. Yeah. They'll hold it. They're going to send you to the hell that you haven't made it to yet. Yeah. Like now we're going to bless your heart and then we're going to burn you at the stake. You're going to get the silent treatment for the rest of your life. But I totally get what you mean. You know what? To each his own, but also you're going to go to hell. Yeah. Yes, you are. Um, So that's the movie. No one will save you. And um do you want to hop on over to rotten tomatoes and see what they did after we give our reviews yeah for sure i do okay 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 travis so out of 10 out of, out of uh, okay okay you go out of, so for mine out of 10 uh out of 10 couches placed in the front door that hits you in the face as a blockade also why would, also why are we putting a couch that she can move by herself yeah. in front of a doorway that do, yeah. it doesn't, and you're not even stacking anything else on top of it. You're just putting a blanket. She put a blanket. So and you're expecting aliens not to come through that. You're insane. Yep. Yeah. How, yeah, yeah, how yeah. did she survive? John, 
I don't know. So out of <laughs> out of that out of ten couches placed, <sighs> I don't know, just right in front of an empty door oh, frame. God. I will give this movie. Oh no, I don't know what to give this movie. Oh. I've, it's so a movie. It's a movie that makes you feel literally nothing. Four. I'm going to give this movie a four. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a four. Not because of acting, not because of directing, just because like there's no substance. And there was very thin, a very there's no lacking substance, substance. For me. Even though try as they might, Caitlin Deaver has got something. She did really well. The acting's yeah. great. Stephen King loved this movie. He actually lauded this movie. And I was like, why? And he, he how much are they paying Stephen King to do that these days? Well, he said something about um, he said something about uh, what is it? The Twilight Zone and going back and I'm like, no, like, this, I don't think so. I need to feel the suspense. I don't think this movie's bad. It's not for me. I think. I really do think there's some people out there who will get some serious enjoyment, but this is a four sure. for me and yeah. that's it. I, I really will not come back to this. No, that's neither. my, that's never, my never, review. Never, never. Yeah. I love it. I love that Even if something pops up, I love it I'm not for coming us. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one out of 10 for me. Okay. So one out of 10 koosh balls into the throat. <laughs> Deep throating koosh. Yeah, um, so out of 10 uh Kush is deep throated you're giving yeah. this i would also probably give this okay 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 i'm gonna go with a five because five is very lackluster yeah it's very medium I, i'm not feeling one way or the other about it i didn't hate it and i also didn't feel anything about it even over there trying to like really play up that whole drama with like what she did to be hated i didn't feel anything I yeah. could see that Caitlin Deaver can actually cry on cue and deliver real and turn on waterworks. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I liked, I liked the technical elements of this. I thought it was very good. Um, uh, however, there's just, there's just, it's missing that magic pull and drama for me. The only pull in this movie was that tractor beam bitch. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tractor beam. Uh, if I can chewed up the scenery. Eight. Girl, she Eight. served. She served. She served uh, paralysis. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she served broken backs in some instances. She, she certainly did. Also, nuance and different colors for different things. I was so color for the different color. Yes, she was. She's a color coded hunty. <laughs> um so that's uh the movie uh rotten tomatoes what did we get oh rotten tomatoes uh so our good friends over at rottentomatoes.com.co.uk um you guess what the critics gave it in the tomatometer you just guess you just guess right now i have to guess what the critics gave it yeah oh what do you okay. think I what do you like think it's gonna be do I feel like the critics love this? I can't tell anymore because I'm not like an actual. Okay. Me long winded. Do it. Do Off it. Off the top of my head. I think the critics gave this movie a seven and a half. Mm, 81%. Really? A B minus, a B-, as you would say, an eight. I kind of expected. I kind of expected that. An eight. Audiences, however, uh, crapped all over it 57 percent oh. rotten john you were good you got 50 i said Ooh. four you you got it right on the money i don't know so the critics consensus is a home invasion thriller with an extraterrestrial twist no one will save you serves up more genre front fun from writer director brian duffield and proves caitlin deaver doesn't need much dialogue to command the screen that's the only thing i agree with yeah, but they're not they're they're blatantly ignoring the fact that this doesn't have suspense and moving emotional uh connection. No, no. Um, but also so do we have like an audience review? Was yes, is there we like do. A, because I want to hear what they have to say. Audience says no one will save you, make some interesting and original choices, and Caitlin Deaver is great. On the other hand, it's rarely scary and the ending might be a letdown. Yeah, it's I feel like for once I agree with the audience. I I'm usually like the critics consensus, yeah, sure, but in the audience I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't like I 
no, but I think we've said this before too. It's like, yeah. Uh, yes, a lot of the times the audience, I'm like, girl, I don't trust you. But bitch, yeah. this one was like, Spot for on. real, this is it. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, you guys, that'd be the show. That's the episode. <laughs> we're doing it very, we're going to make it very quick for you guys. We want you to have like a little pocket-sized episode. For pocket-sized episode, a fun-sized episode. Yeah, a fun-sized episode. And I think the next one's probably going to be fun-sized as well. Yeah, and our next one, this is our double feature uh, throughout the uh, um, month of October. So if you haven't listened to it already, hop on over to the one that just released at the same time as this one. And that one's going to be um, Talk to Me. An Australian, an Australian film. An Australian horror picture. Yeah. And uh, that got a lot of um, a lot eyeballs. Of praise, I'm sure. Eyeballs and praise. And a release from A24. A24 fully released it. Yes, they did. They got a full release from A24. And they're lucky they did. Yeah, good for them. A happy ending. <laughs> so, for all of you out there. Yeah. As John said in the beginning, like, comment, subscribe, subscribe rate, review, review, all of those things. Follow the, find, follow the show on Apple Podcasts. Yep. Go into the description box below. You can find everything you need. You can find. We did it for you. It's it's the super easiest thing. We've done all the work. Yeah. And so we would also just love to hear from you over on Instagram uh, at Mean Girls Interrupted. Send us a message. Send us a comment. Um, Pick a fight with us. We don't care. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do. But mostly what we want you to do is to be happy at the end of the day. And yeah. if you're not happy with the way we did this podcast, then you can we eat don't dicks. Care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Travis, do you want to go um, to our next episode sure. and uh, see you at the movies? <laughs> yeah. Um, roll the credits. I've been trying really hard to think of who's going to roll the credits this time, but I guess it's just going to have to be um, her dead best friend's um, headstone. So roll the credits, headstone work. Bye. Bye.